This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. But you want to try to make it look like I made some compromise in the debt ceiling, and I didn't. I made a compromise on the budget. That's what they wanted, because you make a compromise on the budget, and that's what you've done, even though you haven't gone as far as they wanted. Isn't that right? Sure, yeah. Well, <laughs> can you think of an alternative? Uh, he's as confused as the day is long. How long is the day? Well, it's about as uh, long as Joe Biden is confused, of course. Not a bright man. His brain, she's a no good, she's a broke, that brain of his. Joe Biden. What did you compromise on again? Well, you know, on the on the one thing, but not on the other thing, and... And uh, Kevin McCarthy, the Speaker of the entire House of Representatives, taking a little grief from some members of his own caucus, as they say, other Republicans, who noticed that they're just going to add $4 trillion to the debt. You know, they agreed, uh, I talked to you about it weeks ago, they agreed to raise the debt ceiling by, or the national debt, it's not a ceiling at all, by $1.5 trillion, a bunch of Republicans did. And then while nobody was looking, Kevin McCarthy uh, agreed, ah, we'll just make it $4 trillion. Really, it could be unlimited. It could be $10 trillion. It's just kind of whatever the Democrats want for the next couple of years. Uh, let's just get everybody past Election Day next year, and, and then everything will be okay. But in the next year and a half, we're going to add how much? About, about the, the, what we're working with, because there's no real number because it's Washington and everything is a lie. And we're going to get to the FBI and Christopher Ray too, speaking of everything is a lie, because they've got another opportunity to show what criminals they are today, and I expect that they will. So we got that. But uh, Lunch Bucket Joe, utterly befuddled, confused by the question. I was surprised that a reporter, I'd like to know who the reporter was. That was an actual reporter question. And then the reporter seemed a little, a little stunned by the dumb answer and said, but that's what you did, or something like that. And uh, Joe, <laughs> I got to go watch Hazel now. My macaroni and cheese is ready. And then he kind of stumbled off bumping into furniture. He bumped his head into the doorway on the way out. Uh, so we got that for you. There's a lot to update on this. Now, I, um, I was not here in the saddle doing my radio show yesterday, but I was in the saddle doing my television show yesterday on Newsmax last night. And uh, we talked about a number of things, including the debt ceiling, and, and it's moved. The uh, discussion has moved since last night. And I will share with you all of the uh, pertinent updates. And I got to say, I'm looking at this so-called deal, this deal. I had to put down my iPad so I could make quotation marks with my fingers. This deal, uh, and um, I am... Uh, I expected to be unimpressed by everyone in the Congress, and they didn't let me down. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, and, and this is a pretty good example. $4 trillion. I'll explain the additional $4 trillion in just a couple of, uh, couple of minutes because there's a lot to talk about. 
Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Now, let's. Uh, but there, there's a lot of other stuff too because the Democrats, for example, Hanoi Jane. Remember Hanoi Jane? She is a traitor to her country, treasonous, communist stooge, a useful idiot. Uh, betrayed our flag, our country, our troops. Got people tortured, literally got Americans tortured by the communists in North Vietnam because she wanted a photo op and to put on her her uh, commie North Vietnamese pith helmet and pose at an anti-aircraft gun and you know and giggle and smile. I, I assume she had uh, relations with a number of the communist uh, North Vietnamese. I actually met a bunch of these communist North Vietnamese many years later in Hanoi at a uh, dinner, a formal dinner, while I was traveling with a, an American Secretary of Defense and uh, uh, dinner tables. They're all in their commie uniforms and stuff. I was uh, throwing dinner rolls. I threw some dinner rolls and things, but, uh, but never mind that. We'll get to that story another time. Uh, Hanoi Jane, she went to Cannes, you know, the film festival. No, 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 the film festival. She, she, uh, that's, a, that's a different thing altogether. Barbarella, see Barbarella. But uh, here's the headline from the Daily Mail because the Washington Post and the New York Times don't have the story because they're not newspapers. They're, they're front groups for the Democrat Party. But the Daily Mail has the uh, headline, and it's appropriate. Liberal actress, that's generous, I think. Jane Fonda, should be Hanoi Jane Fonda on any first reference, says white men are to blame for climate crisis and is calling for them to be arrested and thrown in jail. I've got, a, I've got a couple of thoughts on this uh, topic because I think there's a remedy. There might be an available remedy. Um, she, uh, that's uh, the white men thing. She, very bitter, very bitter. But she's had a number of bad marriages, as you probably know. Not a good person, not a good uh, life story. But, you know, just a, a Beverly Hills spoiled brat uh, all of her life. And uh, talk about, you know, being born with th- silver things in her mouth. The, uh, we'll, uh, we'll get to that. So that's uh, my. Now, I mentioned the FBI, the crooked FBI director, Christopher Wray, that sneering, smug crook who is the director of the FBI. Really, he, uh, I think he fills J. Edgar Hoover's shoes pretty well and J. Edgar Comey's shoes. Uh, different size, but the same kind of spike uh, thing. The, uh, he's a Mary. I think he might be a Mary also. But Christopher Wray continues to um, violate the law, and he may be charged with contempt of Congress today. And if he is charged with contempt of Congress today, then he will uh, uh, make note of that and go to lunch and then uh, get in his armored limousine and go home later in the day and uh, kiss somebody's wife, I guess. So Christopher Wray, he's supposed to call James Comer, the uh, committee chairman in the House of Representatives. They have oversight you know, that Congress does, it's the Constitution and everything over the executive branch and therefore the Justice Department and the FBI. Congressman James Comer is trying to do a good job. I wish we had more articulate people on Capitol Hill, don't you? I do. Now, I like Comer, and I don't mean to, but I just I wish that um, everybody sounded like me, I think is uh, what I wish. And then and then we got, uh, you know, the Speaker of the entire House, but we got to that. Christopher Ray to call James Comer about FBI file accusing Biden of bribe, bribery scheme. Millions of dollars from foreign actors going, it's Joe Biden, not, not Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, right? And the document that is in the FBI's possession and has been for years, according to a whistleblower, FBI doesn't deny that they have the document. They just say, we're not going to give it to you because it's secret, um, and so I honestly think that the, 
you know, we've seen what the U.S. Capitol Police can do. Um, just ask uh, Ashley Babbitt's family. They, I think the uh, Capitol Police should get into a bunch of armored vehicles, get a convoy of armored vehicles, go down to the FBI HQ uh, just blocks from the U.S. Capitol, uh, start battering down the doors and uh, go in and put people in cuffs and get the damn document and bring it out because these fascists at the FBI must be stopped. They're going to have to be stopped sooner or later. They're protecting the Biden organized crime family. And it looks like they're, oh, you can, uh, you know, hold us in contempt of Congress. We don't, we don't mind. Uh, and uh, this is a big deal. And the Democrats, of course, are stepping up to defend the FBI stonewalling uh, of the congressional subpoena because the Democrats are crooks, too. Uh, that's the bottom line. And the reason they're being crooks about this is because, you know, the Joe Biden $5 million bribery scheme, uh, pay no attention to that is because they know that the FBI is doing the bidding of the Democrat Party and protecting the Democrat Party and protecting the Democrat president. And so if you're a crooked Democrat in Congress, then you're going to stand with the corruption of the FBI and the corruption of the Justice Department under Merrick Garland, the FBI under Christopher Wray and J. Edgar Comey, because it's party first, party last, party always. Uh, Damn the oath of office. They're not oath keepers you know, they put the Oath Keeper guy in prison for 18 years. But nobody went to prison for the the storming of the White House, forcing the evacuation of the president, the torching of the Church of the Presidents, the attack on the Reagan Institute, the injuring of 180 police officers, the fires, the orchestrated nature of the attack on the White House with the crates of frozen water bottles, the M80s, you know, which are an eighth of a stick of dynamite, throwing them at the police. Again, 180 injured police officers. Nobody went to jail. I believe all charges were dropped because the Democrats are in favor of violence against Republicans and and they perpetrate the violence against Republicans. Speaking of Democrats, what percentage of the Democrat Party do you think is actively transgender when we're we're not looking? Outrage grows as Kohl's, a new department store, they uh, offer LGBTQ clothing for babies now, for babies. Last night on my show on Newsmax, uh, Chris Plant, the right squad, 9 p.m. Eastern time, uh, the liberals on the panel were defending it. Well, you know, we're accepting of gay people. Yeah, uh, three-month-old babies aren't gay. Uh, Try not to sexualize the children at every turn. Could you please, honestly? Yes, but there are gay couples. Yeah, yeah, that's we're aware of that. We've known that for some time now. Uh, and uh, the, it's Kohl's is making gay clothes for three-month-old baby. You know, you weigh uh, eight pounds, and they've got gay clothes for you. That's you guys are getting weird. Just don't call you groomers, right? They, uh, you guys, you got uh, really weird a long time ago. So Kohl's baby pride merch. And by the way, uh, what the Democrats call Pride Month. It's not Pride in America or uh, scientific accomplishments or anything like that. You see, I I read in today's Washington Post that the communists in China are hoping to land man on the moon, man on the moon. They don't care if they die. It's different than a U.S. space program. Uh, By 2030, by 2030, that's only seven years from now, the communists hope to land on the moon. Of course, we got bored with chipping golf balls and driving dune buggies on the moon. What, 1972, after landing 12 American cisgender straight white men on the moon, who were superheroes all, uh, but uh, never mind that. The Washington Post is excited for communist China, maybe eventually getting there uh, half century later or so. Pay no attention. 
Yeah. Coles threatened with boycott over Pride-themed clothes. And the uh, Democrats, and that means the media, are very upset with anyone that would boycott a store for sexualizing children down to, you know, eight pounds, six ounces, sexualizing the the children. And let's not be critical of a person just because they want to have sex with a five-year-old, right? And we don't call them child molesters. We call them MAPs, Minor Attracted Persons. This is the Democrat Party's program right now. Honestly, we're becoming a primitive society, a pre-Columbian society. Um, completely nuts. Yeah. Oh, and speaking of which, the New York Times, you know, who is it? I guess this is is this Little Mermaid thing. You've got a kid. Is that a Disney movie? Is that a, okay, so Disney's got this Little Mermaid movie out. It's a cartoon, right? It's an animated live thing. Action. Oh, it's live action. They got uh, live people. And the New York Times, I don't, I don't go because, you know, I'm, I'm not a map. Uh, but the uh, so I don't go to theaters where they show movies like this, and I don't watch them on the television either. But uh, the New York Times did a piece, and they're upset. They're upset that the new Little Mermaid movie lacks something. They say that the movie lacks something. You know, it's for children. You know what? Um, you know what they say it lacks at the New York Times. They say it lacks kink. Kink. All right. Now they want kinky. Movies for four-year-old kids. This is for four-year-old kids, right? Little mermaids and things like that for little girls. And they think that there should be kink. The New York Times, this is perfectly, it doesn't get more mainstream liberal, more mainstream Democrat Party than the New York Times. And they're demanding sexual kink in movies for babies by Disney. And Disney's so screwed up that they might actually accommodate them the next time around. Pretty amazing stuff. You know, you saw that uh, John Cleese, John Cleese. In fact, we should we should uh, play this today, too, because John Cleese of Monty Python fame, um, no conservative by any stretch. Um, John Cleese is planning on bringing Life of Brian to the stage, a stage production of Life of Brian. That's his plan. And in Life of Brian, there is a very funny scene where a uh, man, it's, you know, uh, the time of Jesus and, and uh, things, and there are a group of men sitting around wearing long thobes and things, and uh, one of them says he wants to be known as Loretta from now on and, and that he wants to have a baby. Why are you always on about women, Stan? I want to be one. What? I want to be a woman. From now on, I want you all to call me Loretta. What? It's my what? right as a man. Well, why do you want to be Loretta, Stan? I want to have babies. You want to have babies? It's every man's right to have babies if he wants them. But you can't have babies. Don't you oppress me. I'm not oppressing you, Stan. You haven't got a womb. Where's the fetus going to just take? You're going to keep it in a box? Now, uh, the liberals are saying, well, you, you know, uh, John Cleese is going to bring this movie, Life of Brian, to the stage. And they're demanding that he remove that scene from it because they now think they can have babies, you know. Uh, Apple has that uh, that uh, pregnant man emoji, and they tell us we've played you this stuff here before. Uh, they tell you that men can now have babies because women say that they're men, and Democrats say, "Okay, you're a man," but they still have uh, womb and ovaries, and then they're impregnated by an actual man, and then they have babies. And the Democrats say, "See, men can have babies." I honestly. Um, liberalism is officially a mental illness. 
and uh, someone has to say it out loud. That's why I get out of bed in the morning. We're at 888-630-9625, and, and there's a lot more uh, because the Democrats give me more stuff that I can possibly share with you. I got news out of Jamaica, out of Uganda. I've got a headline called Dumb Democrats. You can get our story sheet, uh, be posted at Twitter and Facebook and so on, so you can share the stories with your liberal friends or or your thinking friends as well. Um, all kinds of, oh, and this insane anti-Semite giving the commencement address at the law school, the City University of New York, now demands that billions of dollars, we give them billions to brainwash uh, zombies who will then throw people in front of subway trains in New York. Where do you hear this commencement address out of New York? Um, you know, anti-Semitism has gone mainstream. Transgenderism is looting has gone mainstream. The, it's the fundamental transformation of America with open borders. Hey, Chris here with some exciting news. Now you can listen to me live on the WMAL app. Doesn't matter if you're in your car, in the office, on the go. The WMAL app delivers crystal clear around-the-clock news coverage anywhere with cell service or Wi-Fi. So don't miss a second of your favorite shows. Download the WMAL app today on the Apple App Store or at Google Play Store. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. Suppose you agree that he can't actually have babies, not having a womb, which is nobody's fault, but that he can have the right to have babies. Good idea, Judith. We shall fight the oppressors for your right to have babies, brother, sister. That's right. You know, they were mocking that. What year, what, what year was that? It was like 1982 or something like that. And Monty Python once again could see the Democrat Party's future. 79. 79, 1979. That's a long time ago. And Monty Python saw what was coming from, uh, from far, far away. And now the Democrats have, they've arrived. And what used to be Monty Python used to be satire, comedy, award-winning comedy, knee-slapping stuff. Now the Democrat Party has said, no, that's real. They are Loretta. We should call them Loretta, the party of Loretta. Every Democrat is a Loretta. <laughs> But the headline is, John Cleese not cutting Monty Python, life of Brian Loretta scene. It's called the Loretta scene. Monty Python star John Cleese says life of Brian scene won't be cut, despite modern sensibilities. Despite modern sense. Because the Democrats, their modern sensibilities are that men are women and women are men. And that's why we played Lola, because, you know, boys will be girls and girls will be boys. Lola is, uh, or ought to be, the theme song of the Democrat Party at their conventions and their political rallies and, and so on. And now I think every Democrat ought to be known as a Loretta. What do you think, Loretta?
Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. All right. We have returned. Happy Tuesday. Hope you had a great uh, Memorial Day weekend. I, I went, you may have seen on uh, what we call social media, which really isn't social at all, is it? But posted a quick video. My best girl and I went down to Rolling Thunder, which they now call Rolling to Remember because there's some kind of a copyright fight going on over money and things like that. But but um, we went down to Rolling Thunder on Sunday, the great motorcycle rally, not as well attended as perhaps it had been in years past. The, uh, the peak, we were getting 300,000, 400,000 motorcycles coming through Washington, D.C. for Memorial Day weekend, Rolling Thunder. This past weekend, got the Wuhan Red Death because of the communist Chinese. Oh, I got an update on that, too. The head Chinese communist doctor says, hey, you know, could have come from the lab. Yeah, no kidding, Scoop. Thanks. Thanks for catching up. Uh, but uh, I'll, I'll get to that. Went down there, and uh, according to the Pentagon police, there are only about 30,000 motorcycles, which is a lot of motorcycles, but uh, not compared to the peak of uh, Rolling Thunder. And we had a great My Best Girl and I, a wonderful Memorial Day weekend. We spent a lot of time together and hiking around the city and outside and on patios at restaurants and, and uh, things and with friends and a lot of friends out of town. But... Um, but had a great, uh, great, wonderful uh, weekend uh, and a peaceful weekend, which is, you know, important when you're in Washington, D.C., which is a very violent, crime-ridden city because of the Democrats and because of the sons and daughters that they raise, uh, so many of whom commit crimes and are criminals, just just saying the obvious, I guess. Uh, but before we get on with the we got Hanoi Jane. I got. I want to get to the Hanoi Jane. And, and in fact, Charles is calling. Let's go to the telephones, Michael. Let's go to Charles calling from Vienna, Virginia, who I think has a very important point to make. Charles, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Oh, there's Charles. Hey, Charles. Yes. Um, seems like they got two different programs going here. But anyway, I, I just wanted to... Reiterate these these people on the left. They're such liars. They never stop lying. The other thing is to prove why have we been around for millions of years, and yet it only gets global warming when these jerks are in office on the left. And uh, go back into the seventies. Al Gore said we're all going to freeze to death in thirty years. Well, I don't think that happened. And so they contradict each other constantly. Well, they're hoping that we don't remember, that no one makes note of the, you know, the Time magazine front page uh, that the coming ice age was going to kill us all. And they informed us that they knew this was true because they were very scientific back then. And they observed that armadillos in the northern plains were headed south because somehow the armadillos knew I'm tapping my right temple with my right index fingertip. The armadillos knew, and the armadillos were headed south because they knew that a new ice age was coming, and we all had to flee because of the coming ice age. And 
you know, Charles, we had a hole in the ozone and we had, uh, what else did we have? We had acid rain and the, and the bees were going away. They're constantly in a panic and it's always our fault. And, uh, and it's always true that only they can fix it. And they can only do that by seizing more power and taking more of your money through higher taxes in order to fix it. And it turns out the hole in the ozone was nothing. The acid rain was uh, nothing. Or, or we make adjustments and we fix uh, things that are, you know, not really a huge deal in the, in the first place. But the coming ice age from the 1970s, you can find it all over Al Gore's amazing Internet, peace be upon him. Um, and, uh, and we're supposed to not remember that, Charles. We're supposed to be uneducated and ignorant and that was, you know, that that's a key reason for the left to have taken over the schools down to kindergarten where they're grooming the children with little gay baby suits and things. And um, and the companies are helping because it's all a shakedown. Charles, we're living in a madhouse, aren't we? And oh, it's awesome. Yeah. You know, uh, I mean, uh, are we going to be able to come back to sanity? Do enough of us remember normal to save not just the country, but once again, the United States to save the world, which we've done again and again. Yeah, and these people on, on the left, they're not even scientists. Most of them are idiots. But just two or three years ago, 400 scientists got together in Germany, and they said there's no such thing as global warming. So I don't know why the news doesn't pick up that stuff, but they just go and ignore it. Anyway. Well, the most insidious power the media has is the power to ignore as uh, wise people like to say, and they ignore a lot, uh, don't they, Charles? I uh, listen. Thanks, uh, thanks for the call. Although speakerphone is never the best, never the best approach to calling into a radio show. I gotta say, uh, but uh, but that said, um, the the global warming and and look, let me let me say this also, Charles. Um, climate changes. That's been my slogan for twenty five years now, or whatever for however long we've been having this discussion, climate changes. Climate has always changed. Climate will always change within a degree or two worldwide. Not a big deal. We adjust. Let's look at Venice. Let's look at uh, Copenhagen. Uh, when you talk about sea levels and, uh, and so on. And when you're looking at uh, temperatures, I grew up mostly along the north shore of Chicago, and Lake Michigan is right there. It's a great big freshwater lake, one of the Great Lakes. And boy, they're great, let me tell you. Now, the reason the Great Lakes are there with all that fresh water is because they used to be glaciers. There were glaciers right there. The reason there are big dents in the earth is because there were frozen blocks of ice called glaciers in place of what are now beautiful, wonderful freshwater lakes that are hundreds of miles long and hundreds of miles across. And, uh, and it's just, it, it, it's mind-boggling to me that uh, we have uneducated our populace to the point where they're willing to buy anything that crooked political leaders tell them. And they become crazy about it. And they're crazy about so many damn different things. Um, you know, shop, the Democrats have made gender confusion normal. Years ago, I said that the left's goal is to make the abnormal appear normal while simultaneously making the normal appear abnormal. And, boy, they've done a, a bang-up job of getting there, haven't they? The, uh, the whole gender thing is abnormality on LSD, and, um, 
and 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 they and that you know baby gay baby clothes gay children clothes and then when you call them out on it they they come up with fake stories you're just anti-gay adult people living their own lives um no leave the kids alone creeps can you just leave the kids out of it and the answer is no they can't and and, and again it goes to that high school teacher in texas with the you now we don't call them child molesters we call them we call them minor attracted persons and let's not be critical of a person just because they want to have sex with a five-year-old, and that's normal for Democrats. That's, but it's abnormal for normal people. And that's why at the Chris Plant store, we have T-shirts and coffee mugs and other items that just say simply, remember normal, remember normal. It's, uh, you know, I feel like half the time like Charlton Heston at the end of Planet of the Apes, you know? <laughs> just uh, no, no. Uh, uh, but let's get to uh, because uh, because Charles, you're talking about global warming and climate change. And the Democrats tell us if they just raise our taxes enough, take away enough freedoms, that um, that they will freeze climate change. That there will be no more climate change. The climate will no longer change, even though the climate has always changed. There's a great ball of fire in the sky. It causes daylight for a good portion of the day. And, um, and that has a say, the great ball of fire does, in the temperature on the planet Earth and on how much ice there is and, and on and on. Uh, and by the way, there is a finite amount of water on the Earth and uh, sometimes more of it is frozen and sometimes less of it is frozen. But, but a million years ago, uh, 10,000 years ago, uh, same amount of water. It, it evaporates, goes into the sky, it becomes rain, it falls back down again. See how that works? It's got no place else to go. It's like Zach Mayo, an officer and a gentleman. It's got no place else to go, the rain. So the, here's, a, here's a story today. Uh, National Panhandler Radio is up in arms. State Farm Insurance, State Farm Insurance, no longer accepts homeowner insurance applications in California, the whole state of California, State Farm has stopped accepting homeowner insurance. They're not going to, if you already have homeowner's insurance and you live in California, they're going to they're keep it going. But no more. They've had it. They've had it up to here. I'm holding my hand flattened uh, perpendicular across my forehead. They've had it up to here. State Farm Insurance has stopped accepting homeowner insurance applications in California, citing the growing risk of catastrophes like wildfires and the rising cost to rebuild well, the Democrats are responsible for the rising cost to rebuild. And let me say that the Democrats are responsible for the increasing number of wildfires. Because in California, while they groom the children, they don't groom the forests. See? They groom the children, but they don't groom the forests. And uh, that's because they are unwell. They're very much uh, very unwell. And, um, and so... Let me go to the next uh, global, global warming story. The, uh, the Daily Mail has it, but the Washington Post doesn't. Liberal actress Jane Fonda says white men are to blame for, quote, climate crisis, end quote, and calling, them for, <laughs> calling for them all to be arrested and jailed. Maybe uh, throw them in the Hanoi Hilton. What do you think? Throw them in the Hanoi? She, um, she is a communist simp. Um, and she is insane, obviously, and she's a leftist. So you may remember also um, her love of COVID. She loves COVID, the, uh, the, the Wuhan Red Death, as it is commonly known. 
because it came out of Wuhan, China. And in fact, there is a story today that, um, that the, the Chinese scientist, who is now the former head of the, the Chinese version of the CDC, is now saying, well, COVID might have come from the lab in Wuhan. No kidding. You're not so slow. And uh, Politico, the radical left-wing blog site in Washington, D.C., COVID might have come from a lab leak, says China's former top scientist. Don't rule out anything, the former head of the Chinese CDC says. Now, it is his name is uh, George Gao, G-A-O, George Gao, former director of China's Center for Disease Control and Prevention. They couldn't come up with their own name, so they just used the name that we use here. Uh, not very original. They steal our patents. They steal our copyrights. They, they steal our uh, uh, designs of jets. They, they steal our, our spacecraft. They steal everything. And now they steal the name of our, of our CDC because it's easier than coming up with the name on your own. So he, uh, he's now saying, hey, you know, uh, could be. Yeah, no kidding. I figured that out long ago. I'm not the head of anybody's CDC, but I already knew that. And now they're the BBC is on the case. Top scientist says, don't rule out COVID lab bleak. Okay, I didn't. <laughs> Seemed pretty obvious to me. You know, it's called the Wuhan Red Death. And then you got this Wuhan Institute of Virology in Wuhan, China, where they're studying bat-borne coronaviruses. And then there's a bat-borne coronavirus loose on the planet Earth. And where did it start? In Wuhan. Wow. Now, you know, I'm not superstitious, but I'm kind of stitious. And, uh, and uh, you know, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but that's not a conspiracy theory. Those are, you know, uh, 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 breadcrumbs on the, on the way to the uh, conclusion. Uh, pretty amazing stuff. COVID <laughs> is God's gift to the left. <laughs> See, Hanoi Jane uh, thinks it's giggle time because, you know, the, the, the World Health Organization says that the Wuhan Red Death killed more than 7 million people worldwide. And Hanoi Jane thinks that it's God's gift to the left because the left loves death more than ISIS. COVID is God's gift to the left. <laughs> the best part is the giggle. The best part is that she laughs about 7 million dead because she's a liberal. That's what they call themselves. Really, they're leftists. And keep in mind <clears throat> that the most murderous regime in the history of humankind only came into existence in 1949 with the Chairman Mao, uh, uh, the Chinese Revolution, the Maoist Revolution. And they have murdered more people, probably 75 million people, than any group of murderers and brigands in the history of the world. The second most murderous regime in the history of the world, Joseph Stalin and the Soviet Bolshevik communists, uh, second most murderous, only to Mao's China. And then the third most murderous, the Socialist Workers' Party of Adolf Hitler. Uh, they allowed the companies to continue to exist as long as they served the party. You know, the National Socialist German Workers' Party. Yeah, we know you're German. They're a Socialist Workers' Party, too. But pay no attention to that. So we got that. Liberal actress Jane Fonda. Uh, says that white men should be put in prison because of the climate. She flew on a jet, presumably a Gulfstream jet, a private jet. You know, if you're in Beverly Hills, you can get on a Gulfstream jet in Los Angeles, and you can fly nonstop to, uh, to Cannes, uh, right, to southern France, 
for the film festival, or you get on a big, huge jet airliner, uh, both of which were built by uh, white men and the patriarch, but uh, never mind that. And she survived cancer just last year, last December even, just months ago, went into remission for her non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. And uh, the treatments that she, she said, really, the treatments weren't that bad. And then she got a clean bill of health, thanks to white men, let me just say that, and the patriarchy. Um, but wait till you hear what she had to say about the climate and why white men should go to prison because of the weather. She said this in public. She is unwell, but she's a perfectly mainstream Democrat in 2023. All right, so Hanoi Jane Fonda flew on a big jet airplane uh, invented, designed, and mostly built by um, uh, the patriarchy, you know, white men. And, um, and then she complained that white men are responsible for climate change and global warming. And she said that white men should go to jail, to prison. She said it's a tragedy. We absolutely have to stop. We have to arrest and jail those men. They're all men she said behind this. There would be no climate crisis if there were no racism, she said. She actually said if there was no racism, but were would be more appropriate. White men, she said, are the things that matter, and then there's everything else at the bottom. And she uh, was barely literate in that sentence, too. Um, she said the hierarchy gives men power. Then she went on this TV show, The Kelly Clarkson Show, and uh, she's sitting there, and, and on the Kelly Clarkson show, this was uh, a couple months ago, I guess, she said this. Everything's connected. There'd be no climate crisis if it wasn't for racism. How do you, how do you get to that? Tell me. Where would they put the <laughs> Where would they put the poison and the pollution? They're not going to put it in Bel Air. They've got to find some place where poor people or indigenous people or people of color are living. Put it there. They can't fight back. You know, this is not brand new. Uh, uh, Van Jones, who used to openly self-identify as a communist and was brought into the Obama administration, where Obama made a communist voter, the guy that voted for Communist Party candidate Gus Hall for president, made him penitentiary face Brennan, the CIA director. They brought in Van Jones, who self-identified as a communist, who said this. The white polluters and the white uh, environmentalists are essentially steering poison into the people of color communities um, because they don't have a racial justice frame. That's right, racial justice frame in there. This is, uh, this is not new, but Hanoi Jane is peddling this stuff. And she said, we have less than a decade to save the planet. And in order to do that, we have to jail the white men. She calls for men to be arrested and jailed because she said, this is serious. We've got about seven, eight years to cut ourselves in half, to cut ourselves in half. I'm going to send her a guillotine, I think. Uh, half of what we use of fossil fuels. Unfortunately, you know, people have the least responsibility or hit the hardest. She's the global south and the islands. So the white men have to go to jail in order to save the planet. This is their plan. The left does this all over the world. It's their answer to everything. <laughs>
The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market. Rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.